AJ, I got a question for you. Hit me. We got into the after show a little bit yesterday talking about some of your other job experience. And I know you're a man that's kind of traverses around the valley quite a lot. Yeah, McDonald's and such, yeah. Yeah, I mean, he's a, he's a man of the people, AJ is. <laughs> man of the people. Hams <laughs> with AJ on VFX, AJ said. So, Parknarks, right? You got mm-hmm. a boat. It's pinned atop our face page, Utah's VFX. In your opinion... Okay. Because I, I don't think I've ever asked you this before. How do you think our work parking lot stacks up in terms of the way people park compared to other work parking lots you've been to? Oh, it's great. Like People park within the lines. People have their own little parking spots. It's true. That I sometimes take d- those on purpose just to <laughs> see what happens. I'm going to take the big man's parking spot one day just I mean, to see he, how it goes. He hasn't been here a couple weeks, so... I just want to see what happens. Like, what are they going to do? <laughs> I don't think he'd be too happy with you. I'm going to be honest. That, speaking of which, okay, i tell you a story before we look at the nominees. Speaking of that, so I, when I first got hired here, okay. right, I there's no there's no designated spots, just so everybody knows, but everybody kind of parks in the same spot every day. Yeah. So I get here, and right in front of this back door here where we come in, nobody's there. So I park there, right? Easy in, easy out. Uh, Bill... Yeah, he used to be here. Yep, came up to me later that day and he said, "Hey, man, I know you're new here, but uh, make sure you don't park in my spot. Like that's that's my spot." And I I started laughing because I was like, Re-? "Like no, there's no name on yeah. it." And he goes, "No, I'm serious. Like that's my spot. And you took it, so like just heads up, don't park there." And then I was like, "Whoa!" And then I was freaking out because I was like, "What? Really? Like really?" But here's the thing: <laughs> like I've parked in like a certain salesperson spot. He's like, hey, you took my parking spot. And I'm like, hey, I didn't see your name over there. <laughs> well, that's where I usually park. And I'm like, well, today, I'm usually parking there. <laughs> you handled it. I mean, they get a little bit spicy they with do. you. They do. I'm like, you need to calm the fetch down. Yeah, so, right? so what we've learned is good parkers just defensive about their spots. Yes. Yeah. But it is good parking here. People do a great job, right. you know, not double parking, stuff like that. Uh, nominee number one. So interesting about this, right? We've been talking about this all week. Uh, it's the one that's parked on the sidewalk, right? I park next to the sign, right? It's a red van parked on top of a sidewalk in front of a red curb, which is really funny. A couple people have said in our comments uh, on Facebook said that they don't think it should now. Well, one said they don't think it should be a nominee, but and because they Why said not? apparently at this side at this apartment complex, they're allowed to park on the sidewalks if you're moving. But we don't know for sure that they're moving or not. Yeah, unless unless the person who wrote that is the owner of that vehicle <laughs> and is saying that they're moving. <laughs> maybe that's it. Then maybe then maybe yeah, that's I guess. It. But you can't park on the sidewalk. That's illegal. Apparently, this apartment complex allows it if you're moving. I'm, All right, I'm we with need to you. get a hold of the apartment complex owners. Find out and ask them and have their answer recorded here for the station. I I still think it should be frowned upon. Run where? Yeah, the other. absolutely. You can't park on the sidewalk. I'm, I'm with you. Nominee number two, what are you guys eating? This at uh, in a McDonald's parking lot. Car's got its back tires in a stripy triangle that says don't park here. And it's got its front end like almost jammed into the passenger side window of someone who's parked in a special needs spot. Like they're trying to figure out what they're ordering or see what they're going at. Like, you know what? I think I'm going to have one of those. Yeah, dude, they're ordering the drive through the new drive through door. <laughs> Line was long. They're like, I got a different idea. I'm just going to take this, guys. Open that door and let me just yell out my order. Utah's VFX on our Facebook page, pinned at the top, also on our Instagram. Both of these nominees. Decide for yourself which one is the most annoying and which one would peeve you off the most. Parknarks on VFX. Okay, AJ, so we've been talking a little bit, right? Parknarks, pet peeves, all that. Okay. My question for you is, one, 
Is there someone in your life that is notoriously a uh, backseat driver? Oh, yeah. And two, what do they get on you about? Because mm. they've got to have a number one complaint, whether mm. it's legit or not. I'm not I'm not saying one way or the other. It's on you to, you know, scouts honor to tell us the truth. Scouts honor. Scouts honor. <laughs> We've been shared pet peeves this week, right? We've had park narcs, our driving pet peeves, AJ's in. This week, AMs with AJ on VFX. The question is, is there a legitimate complaint that goes the other way? AJ, do you have someone in your life that tells you, hey, don't do that. Hey, drive this way. Hey, slow down. You got a, you got a backseat driver in your life, AJ? Yeah. Eric Franson. <laughs> I would not have expected that. Really, that fast. Oh, man. We, we had to go out and get some stuff done, and I unfortunately had to drive him everywhere. A show for he made your show for him, didn't he? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah that know, tracks. The VP, whatever. Yeah. And I'm like, and so then I'm like, you know, I'm gonna go this one way. He goes, no, take a right. I'm like, no, I'll go this way. No, take a right. It's quicker. I'm like, oh, so you know that you know this area, huh? He goes, I live on the south end of town, right over here. <laughs> I'm like, okay. He does and all then, the shortcuts. And then I was like, you know, there's this lights, you know, hitting yellow, but I think I can get past it. And Eric's all like, whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> and I'm like, what? <laughs> lights yellow. And I'm like, Eric, dude, it's not that big of a deal. We're fine. And he's like, and he's like grabbing onto the dashboard oh, and okay. stuff. Okay. Well, you know, I'm glad you mentioned the grabbing on the dashboard part. It's just, he's so dramatic. Yeah. Okay. See, that's my backseat driver. We got uh, Karen on the phone. Though. We're going to let her go first. Karen, who is the worst backseat driver in your life? So I cannot drive with my mother in the car. She hops on me for everything. The gas tank isn't full. You're tailgating. You're driving too fast. But the worst is the passive aggressive. Oh, I never go this way with every single turn I make. Just tell me what way you want me to go. Sound familiar, AJ? A little bit. See, my mom, my mom, when I was learning when I was learning to drive, I was driving once and my mom was like, All right, we're gonna let you drive. We had to go like to Walmart in my hometown. Easy paths on a main road. And my mom <gasps> oh, holding I know. the, the yep. oh crap handle, dashboard. <gasps> yeah. Oh, slow down. And I, I was I in my opinion, and granted, I was a young driver, so I'm I'm sure it wasn't great, but I don't think I we were not our lives were not at risk. But my mom, you would have thought like I had dodged traffic. It looked like a scene from the action movie, right? I'm swerving in and out of roads, <laughs> jumping off a ramp. Yeah, and fast and furious yeah, over like, here. My mom would have thought we were in one of those movies. I was like, where? And I, I legitimately, no joke, I just pulled off to the side of the road and I was like, I don't want to drive anymore. Like, you can take us. I don't care. I don't want to do this. And I've, I've never driven with her since. I've never driven with my mom in the car since. I can't stand it. Absolutely can't stand it. But in fairness... If we were to if we were to flesh this all the way out, the question would be: If there was one complaint that someone in your life, your backseat driver, would have, what do you think that it would be? Oh, I speed. Ah, me too, buddy. Yeah, I go I go way too fast. So <laughs> when I when I went to Las Vegas and I drove, I was going ninety about ninety percent of the time. <laughs> Get out of the way! I got places to be. Yeah, I just I mean I just. Well, it's so easy here it out is. west just because there's so much open space. Yeah, like, I mean, you're going, it's like, all right, you have to go. I mean, not go, that I would. You have to go 20 miles an hour, and there's nobody, like, nobody around you. And you're like, really, 20? So, so when I, when I before I moved out here, I, was, I went down to see my brother a lot in Atlanta, and I was driving around to interview for jobs and just see people because I had all this free time in my hands. I, in the span of probably 
12 months, I think got like four speeding tickets and I got one that my dad didn't hear about. And then he got, he got mailed to him and he goes, Hey, did you get one? And I was like, Oh yeah. And he goes, what? He goes, you didn't say anything. I was like, honestly, I totally forgot. Like, I mean, I was like, I drive all the place all the time. I just feel like it's law of averages catching up. I legitimately said that like it was a (laughs) legitimate defense. And he goes, it's going to raise the insurance. (laughs) Hey, can I ask you, have you ever been at an empty light, like a red light, nobody's there. And you're like, you know what? Forget it. Nobody's even here. I'm just going to make this left turn. Yes, I have. Oh, I've done it. However, my favorite story is a buddy of mine went to uh, a gym that was open 24 hours a day. It was like 3 in the morning, so he went to work out. He pulled up to the light that is notorious. It's it's against um, our main road in my hometown, mm-hmm. so like it never turns. So he's sitting there. A car pulls up behind him, and according to him, he's like, I was there for like 15 minutes. What? And the and the light did not change. So he's like, all right, I'm just going to turn left. He turns left. Car behind him. Cop pulls him the over. Cop. <laughs> He let him go with a warning, but he's like, oh, come on. Uh, Joey's on the line. Joey, what's the one thing that people complain to you about? <laughs> I'm always told that I stop short at stop signs, that, that I don't really ease into the stop, that I make everyone kind of jerk forward. I admit that I do it sometimes. I don't know why, but I can't help it. I would, I would work on that. That doesn't sound pleasant whatsoever. Well, wait, 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 wait. He says, uh, so he stops short of the stop sign? So, like, the stop sign's here, and he just, and then kind of rolls into it, I think. I don't mm. like that. I don't like that. I don't want to drive with Joey. I hate when people, like, there's a red light, and they'll just kind of roll up to the red light slowly to wait for the green light. Oh. I'm like, just just get uh, up there and stop. Uh, that's me. <laughs> you wouldn't like driving with me, then. That's me. I, I just take my time. AJ, if it's be red. better. I'm sorry. Uh, we uh, actually, speaking of, thank you for those that called in. Someone called in yesterday with a conundrum that might be the ultimate puzzle hack. And then, as we found out in the after show, actually might be my new business. Ajay, very simply put, true or false, okay. if you buy something and it turns out to, you gently use it, right? You use it like once or twice. You don't break it or anything. And you decide, well, you know what? This actually isn't for me. You take it back and you get a refund, right? True. Right? Okay. So Nate called yesterday. AMs with AJ on VFX. AJ is in. It's the Gold's Gym debate at 8 with a hack based on that simple principle. You buy something, it's gently used, nothing's broken, you sure. take it back. Here is what Nate said. Okay. Is it honest to go and buy a puzzle, do the puzzle, and take the puzzle back because you'll never use it again? You return every piece, every everything is perfect, just like when you bought it. You've just done it already. Is that scammy? No. Or is it legit? Legit. Like you use a, okay, but you got to do it within the return day, right? They, they say, hey, you got to, you know, if you want to return this, you got to like do 30, it. 30, was it 30 days 40, or something? 30, 30 days. Something like you got that. 30 days to finish it up. <laughs> now you see, well, that's good too, because now you've instilled a challenge, right? You're like, all right, yeah. I got 30 days to do got this 10,000 piece puzzle. puzzle. Bam, bam, bam. Thank you, ma'am. And then you turn it right back in. That's actually, honestly, I had never thought of that. And it's so simple, but it's a, it's a clever hack by Nate, because if you think about it, I've never been a puzzle guy, but, like, I have family members that are big into puzzles. And I've always wondered, like, what do you do with them afterwards? Because, like, you can you can flip them over, right, and you can glue them or whatever. But it doesn't seem kind of pointless. It's like dominoes, right? You put the whole puzzle together, and then if you decide you're not going to glue it together and keep it, kind of seems pointless to tear it apart. Like the dominoes. Well, yeah, like, thing. the only thing I would ever put together and then keep would be Legos. Like, right? I, I mean, you do Legos. With it. Yeah. The work you do on that, you don't want to just exactly. take it all down and give it back. Yeah. Puzzles are just worthless to me. I, well, look, I'm not a puzzle guy either. That's why I think this makes total sense. Yeah. If you just decide to get bored, 
You buy it, you do it, and then you bring it back. You're like, you know what? Up. I just wasn't for me. You know, I I never got a chance to use this. Um, I opened it up and I looked at it and I just thought this thing sucks. Yep. There's no batteries. <laughs> you just making up excuses. <laughs> it didn't look like what I thought it would. They said the animals would come alive. <laughs> really? This is this is patent pending. Saying it now. This is a, probably not something that's going to get you rich, but there's somebody should create like the Netflix of puzzles. Right? You can send out the puzzle, you solve it, you pay a set fee, you return it so you never have to pay for the puzzle. Yeah. And then if you like it, you could say something and you just buy the puzzle. Are you a returner kind of a guy? Like you'll buy something, you'll be like, you know what, I'm gonna, I don't even know why I bought this, I'm returning it. Or buy something, use it once, and then you're like, no. Generally, my cheapskateness kicks in and I would say yes. Okay. But I've also notoriously been the person at some points who's like, yeah, whatever, just throws it away. I kid you not, I one time bought like a big like thing of like Chloe, you know, drawers or whatever to put your clothes in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I tr- I started building it and I realized this sucks. Like a week <laughs> and a half later, boards spread all over. I just stuffed it all back inside the box, taped it all up, and I said, "Guys, sorry, I didn't even use it. I didn't even need it in the first place." Mom bought me some plastic drawers. We're good to go. And they're like, did "Okay, you, did you, you have a receipt?" Uh, yeah, it's somewhere in the box. Okay, great. You know, scan it. Got my money back. <laughs> oh my gosh! I mean, I mean, if you return all the pieces, you return all the pieces. Somebody's gonna open that, and they're gonna find like chip crumbs. They or are whatever. gonna find like four missed bolts, two missed nuts, <laughs> and a screwdriver because it's all actually inside my house. Jammed it all in there. I found it. <laughs> We're actually not done talking about returns, or I guess returns you weren't willing to make. That's coming up a little bit later. Like I said in the after show. We got into the discussion of a new business plan. So if you didn't see that, it's on our Facebook, it's on our Twitter. You can go back and watch it. And it happens every day at 1030 on our social media, Utah's VFX. This may be a dumb question for you, Ajay, but hasn't everyone had at least one like real bad sunburn? You had one, right? No? Yes. I've ne- if I've been sunburned, I never knew. Okay. I, th- I thought it was a dumb question for you specifically. AMs with AJ on VFX. Well, get this. Story number one, headline number one. Couple on holiday went kayaking okay. only to get burnt from head to toe, red like a lobster, including blisters on their shoulders because they brought their own sunscreen. But then when they ran out and had to buy some where they went on vacation, fake, fake were they, sunscreen. Were they at a beach? They were at a beach. Okay. Fake sunscreen. What? What is this world coming to? Sometimes you just don't want to. Sometimes you just, I'll yeah. do it sometimes. It's just sugar and water. I'll be honest. I'll put on sun. What is that called? Sunscreen. I about said sun bleach. Sun bleach. Sun bleach. I put on sun bleach. Sun sometimes something. just to get looks from other people. <laughs> just to be like, what is he doing? You prankster, you. Okay, okay. So that okay. Headline number two: Person, uh, woman robbed an Arby's at gunpoint, and then, of course, you know, you said you like uh, plan heist. That's your that's your big thing. You'd like to get away with. Well, one of the things you need in a heist, right? Good getaway driver. We talked about this. Mm-hmm. Well, this woman robbed an Arby's at gunpoint and then called a cab to escape. Yeah, I got to make sure I don't call that person. <laughs> I mean, you got to wait for the cab. The cab's going to place you. You pay with a card. There's more identification. Really? It's like, not a good like, idea. Like, what do you do? You rob them. You're like, all right, I, I, I'm not going to hurt anybody as long as nobody does something stupid, but I got to wait for my ride. So just, like, give me a second. Like, the only thing that would be worse is calling your mom and your mom was late getting there. Like, come on, mom. We got to go. No. I'm committing a heist. <laughs> AJ is looking for, 
don't want to call it your first one. What have you done to me? What Jinxed have you, you done? Put a spell on you? Put a spell on you. Is that the song? I just think it's really funny that like you talked about heist, and I knew that, and you refreshed my memory, and then all of a sudden we've had all these like little intricate <laughs> stories that are like, what you wouldn't do that do in a heist. During a heist. You wouldn't do that during a heist, that's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> Florida not with names with AJ and VFX. AJ's in. He's going to try and tell us which stories from Florida and which one's not. Because, like, you default to that. But we collect dumb stories from all over the place to make it a little more difficult. So story number one. A couple went on vacation to a tropical paradise, shall we say. A beach, for sure. And while they were there, they'd been there for, uh, I think, almost a week. Fine. You know, going out, being in the sun, all that. Last, uh, near the end of the vacation, they had to buy local sunscreen because they ran out of the stuff they bought some bleach they went out (laughs) they went out kayaking came back head to toe red as a lobster blisters on their shoulder because it was fake fake sunscreen fake monsters i tell you that sell fake sunscreen i have so many questions i'm i will try and answer them how much was that fake sunscreen did it say fake sunscreen on the bottle it did not say fake i can tell you that like when you go and buy sunscreen are you like, okay, there's sunscreen, I'm going to pick it up. Are you looking like at the ingredients? I got to be honest, I'm not a good functioning adult, so the answer is no. Like, I'm like, it works, right? So I think yeah. I would fall 100% for this. Okay. I'm an absolute idiot. Uh, story number two. <laughs> oh, I can't believe this. A woman, down on her luck apparently, decided to rob an Arby. So she did at gunpoint. Put the money in the bag, no one gets hurt, all the classics, Right. And then slipped on up, slipped up, I think, on one of the most crucial parts of a heist or robbery or whatever. She then called a cab to make her getaway. Needless to say, they were able to track her down. I'm going to say because the cops had an opportunity to really catch up waiting for that cab. She said since been arrested. Cab's like, oh, look, there's a pedestrian walkway. Got to stop right here. Oh, that's looks like a red light. It's green. No, it looks like a red light to me. Oh, man, the traffic is just brutal this time. Don't be a backseat driver. I'm doing my job. (laughs) Like what you think about it? You think about it. You you call a cab, and may, maybe may, even if even if the cab was there ahead of time, right? The cab's gonna keep a record or have some kind of idea of where you go. They have a camera, right, to protect their people. So you're gonna be on camera. You're gonna have to pay, but nobody pays in cash anymore, especially post pandemic. So you have to swipe with a card or something. So there's something else is gonna keep. Like this was just so stupid. Yeah, but what? I mean, did the lady get in the car and say, "Oh, uh, I'm in a, I'm midway through a robbery. I need you to go to uh, 18 South, 400 North." I mean, I'm gonna assume no, but can you really write it off at this point that that's what <laughs> what did wasn't said at this? Like, yeah, like, hey, I'm in a hurry. There's an extra 20 bucks in it if you punch it. <laughs> I mean, in all honesty, can you really rule it out at this point? How did the cab guy know? I don't know. I don't know. I, you know, ca- cabbie's intuition. I just want to know what not to do during my heist. So, well, definitely calling a cab, I would think, is high yeah, on the list. Absolutely. So, with all that right. being said, which stories from Florida, one or two? Man. You know, I went with my heart last time, and, and it didn't go well. My gut is bigger than my heart. I feel that, buddy. So I'm going to go with story number one, fake sunbleach. It's wrong, huh? I hate this game. I freaking hate this game. I hate everything about Florida, and I hate everything. I swear, if that happened like in Idaho, so help me. It didn't actually happen. It's not in the United States. It happened in Thailand. Oh, my gosh. You said it was at a beach, and that's why I thought it was for sure Florida. Yeah, because there's only one beach in the world is in Florida. I've never been to the beach. <laughs> We have to change that. You got to go to the beach, man. This is bull crap. They got international today, and Andre's still I a stumper. I'm sorry, buddy. Can we just say USA or not? 
<laughs> I mean, it's not the point, but you can try. <laughs> Florida or not on VFX. Oh, Speaking of tropical paradises, how about the fact that uh, you, you know you were talking about, right, you're going to see the Batman this weekend. Oh, I'm so, so excited. So you know who Ezra Miller is, right? The guy who plays Flash? No. You've not seen Justice League? I've never seen Justice League. Oh, my gosh, AJ, you're killing me. Anyway, the guy who plays Flash was at a tropical paradise, and apparently he revealed that the Flash's one and only weakness is terrible karaoke because he got himself in trouble. What? Good news for DC villains. We figured out what the Flash's weakness is. Bad karaoke. Ants with AJ at VFX. AJ's in this morning. The guy that plays the Flash, Ezra Miller, got arrested in Hawaii after going to a bar and getting belligerent with other patrons, one singing karaoke, who he took the microphone out of their hand, and then he punched a guy in the face who was playing darts. He got arrested for that. So the question is, and I couldn't, for the life of me, could not find out what the song was. So wait, did he go after the person for karaoke because he likes the song and they're butchering it, or because the song gave him bad vibes? Ironically enough, they did not clarify. I took it as... They man, that's a good question because now I'm getting rushed out. Because hour two I don't vibes. know what to expect and like how to go about this. Like I think I think here's the deal. Yeah. The question is, yes. what is a song that you just you can't stand? All of a sudden you hear the tune coming on and you're like, nope, I'm seeing red. Like I tell you, yesterday's working in the softball game for Utah State, right? If they joked about it, I'm thank goodness they didn't have it. They joked about playing Baby Shark over the loudspeaker. All of a sudden my blood pressure rose just a little bit. Someone, all of a sudden, that comes on a karaoke machine. Nope, nope. I'm putting my foot through the machine. That's not that's not acceptable. <laughs> it's happening, man. I'm doing it. Okay. So, I don't know if it's much of a karaoke thing, but if I, like, the remixes of the great classic songs, like when they did the Forever Young by Jay-Z, uh-huh. I wanted to, like, and people would sing that, I get angry. The new mix with Elton John, um, I just, it breaks my heart. You're a man who loves his classics. I, I do. I can respect that. You know, I, I do. respect that immensely. I, and it just, it ruins me. But it, when I hear Sweet Caroline, I seriously want to go absolutely freaking ballistic. I'm, <laughs> I hate that song. I'm sure you've heard it a lot. I am so sick of that song. I, Sweet. So, so normally, right? Everybody says bop, bop, bop. And I'm but like, this the- song sucks. <laughs> that's that sound is actually AJ punching people in the face. Bop, bop, bop. <laughs> do you have a song? Do you have a song that you like can't listen to because of like other reasons? So, uh, I tell you, when I first got on VFX five years ago, mm-hmm. it was getting up to Valentine's Day, and we're talking about music, and I was like, okay, so everybody's got an hour song, right? You pick one out, it's kind of a thing. Well, obviously, some of those are going to go the other way. You pick one out, and then the relationship doesn't go that way. Mm-hmm. Can you listen to the song? And mine, I cannot listen to, and I have not in like the five years that I've been working on VFX, is the only exception by Paramore. So I thought, well, it was an R song for a girl that cheated on me, then dated a friend of mine and wrecked that friendship for a better part of a year, and then cheated on him. Oh, and so I, I was like, it, no joke. The first year I was here at VFX, I was like, all right, I'm going to play it on air and see if I can do it. It's been five years, right? I'm over it. I hated it every second of it. <laughs> my eyes teared. My fists clenched. Like, I just couldn't control. But it was all emotions that were not good. And I was like, this is the worst thing ever. I'm torturing myself. Why did I do this? <laughs> I'm sorry that went. Oh, man, that sucks. Yeah, you know, it happens, right? Everybody's like, oh, it's sweet. We're picking our song. The relationship doesn't go well. It's going to have... So, unfortunately, Paramore's only exception has been ruined for me for the entirety oh, man, of my I'm life. I'm sorry.
Just makes me see red and cringe. David Archuleta. Uh-oh. Can't do it. Him or Bruno Mars. I feel like it's the same thing. It's one big blur. Them's fighting words, man. I think all of a sudden somebody was like, that's it. We're driving to the studio right now. Ajay wants a fight. I'm going to sweet Caroline him right in the face. <laughs> they come in. Big karaoke stereo machine. <laughs> blasting it through the Prepare hallways. to be tortured. Uh, okay, Ajay, if you could look into the future and see one specific event related to your death, what? and you don't have a choice, related to your death, okay, what would you want to know? When or how? If you learn too much about your future, does life become pointless because you just know what's coming? Or can you actually make a change? Ames with AJ on VFX. AJ's in, and the question is, AJ, when it comes to your death, would you rather know when or how? Ooh. Man, I've actually asked myself this a billion times. I asked my mom one time, like, how do you think I'm going to die? And she's like, AJ, what'd you say? I can't think I'm going to die, Mom. It's funny. So, like, you can't have that conversation with parents. But I've told a friend, like, I was like, I have a sneaky suspicion, just not in for yeah. a super, super long life. And they go, how do you how do you know that? And I was like, ah, it's just a gut feeling. I, I mean, I don't know one way. I'm not trying to make it happen. I honestly think that there's like some kind of a communication from within our minds to tell us. Because I really think, dead honest, think I'm going to die at 55. 55. 55, I'm gone. Mark it down, everybody. 55. And look, people people think you're nuts, right? And you yes. talk to most oh, people. Oh yeah, and they're like and laughing like, at you. I'm not you. saying I want it. It's just a feeling I have. I can't tell you where it's coming. I'm with you, man. So I would rather know how I'm going to die rather than when. Okay, so I'm glad you said that because I thought about this. I was like, oh yeah, how? So you can prevent it. But here's the problem I see with how. Not to say that you're wrong, but here's what I see with sure. how. So like, say you find out, I don't crazy situation. You're gonna, you're gonna die by a bus. You're gonna get hit by a bus. Well, all of a sudden, now you're going to be terrified of buses. And who's to say, like, you don't know when. Like, it could be a bus 50 years from now. But that's what the thing that worries me about how is specifically, like, in a, I think in a human effort to try and change your future, you're going to be terrified of buses. And ironically enough, we've seen it in enough movies, whatever, books, etc. That's usually the thing that leads to some other demise and completely changes your future anyway. Well, yeah, and then, like, where they say, hey, you're going to die at a red stoplight, you know? Yeah, and you're terrified of stoplight. And then you're like, all right, I'm going to take back roads for the rest of my life. Forever. And next thing you know, you're eaten by a bear. Yeah, and they're like, all right, well, if that's what it's going to be, we're going to find a counter to it. Yeah, so that's why I thought for sure win. But my, see, and I don't think that's the perfect answer either is would you rather Wednesday never is. I don't think win is great because. Then you're counting down the days. Yeah, it kind of takes it out of it a little bit, 60, so I got this many years left. Yeah. I need to go do these things. Exactly. Well, because that's I know me. Like, so I'm turning 33 this year. If I find out, if I find out, ah, you're not dying until you're 75. I know me. Like, part of me, like, oh, okay. And then, like, I would the next few years there would probably be some times where, like, I probably should have done more with that. But I was thinking, ah, I got 42 years. Yeah, you got yeah, 42 plenty years time. to live. Next thing you know, 10 years later, I'm like, oh crap. Or you're just going around. You're like, look, man, I don't know if I'm ever going to see you again. I'm going to die in 40 years. <laughs> I just, I just want you to know, I love you. Dude, I'll see you at work tomorrow. I just, I don't know, man. I don't know. Everyone you go into, you're like, is this the last time I'm, last time I'm ever going to see you? But don't you get more bold in life? Because you're like, look, you know, I've, 
I don't know. That's the other side of the coin. Is it something too where at some it point it motivates you? That or or I get a little bit crazy because I'm like I got 42 years and then I do get hit by a bus and it's like oh well you got a little too reckless. It's like Groundhog Day uh, where Bill Murray's just like yeah. right, I'm done with this. You know I can retry tomorrow. Yeah, a little bit. See, it's not a perfect answer, but I'm sticking with win as the lesser of the two evils. I want to go. I want to go how. Go how. I just want to know how it's going to happen. Would you rather know when or how? You're going to die. That is the poll of the day. It's on our Facebook page, Utah's VFX. You tell us. So yesterday, Aj, you asked me a question. That question was, are you someone who returns things? Mm. And I said, generally, yes, but not all the time. And you gave us a great story about how you just had a battle with shelves you didn't win. My question is, is there something else sitting in your house right now that you bought and you probably should have taken back, but you didn't? As AJ explained to us very eloquently yesterday, the consumer deal is really simple. You buy stuff, you don't like it, as long as you don't break it, generally keep the receipt, you can take it back. Mm -hmm. However, there's an added step in there that a lot of us maybe don't want to admit right away, that is the laziness of the whole thing. AMs with AJ on VFX, AJ's in, and that is the return part. For instance, you know, you buy clothes because you're a nerd online, and you think, oh man, these Power Ranger shirts are going to be so awesome. And then they show up and they feel almost like they're like plastic. They're more synthetic than normal t-shirts. And they don't fit. And they're uncomfortable. So I should return them. But then I'm in denial because I think the shirts are so cool that I keep them. Except I never wear them and they just sit in the bottom of the drawer and that's the end of it. And then I forget about them. Until right now when I go, man, I probably should have returned those. But I was like, ah, I don't like mailing stuff back. It's such a hassle to be like, no, this sucks. I need to mail it back. What a quandrum you're in. I know. It's so annoying. I admit that it's lazy. <laughs> I admit it's lazy. <laughs> but it's so it's so frustrating. <laughs> you buy shirts. You don't like the texture of them, so you don't wear them. You stuff them in the bottom of your drawer. Five years later, like, oh, I still have these. Still uncomfortable. Still not going to wear them. I don't okay. ship them out. Am I? <laughs> because the... The shipping out process is so annoying because then you got to get a sticker. And I know then you I'm talking get a about talk, I take them to like a DI or a Goodwill store look, or something. Look, I'm it's it's on my to do list. I promise it's on my to do list. Exactly when? How long does your to do list? Like, well, span? you know, with the donations, the DI usually takes the same place. Right? You talk about it for six months, then you put them into a bag. It sits in the bag for a couple months. Then you put it in the back of your car. It sits in there a minimum of a year. And then finally, you hopefully makes it to the DI. That's kind of the general process. Man, you are. You know, you're judging me hard right now. You don't have anything in your house I, right I, now. You probably should have returned. You haven't. No. I took back the drawers. <laughs> They're gone. I mean, I mean, credit to AJ. Maybe not the most organized, organized way of putting it back I took 25 minutes to build it, realized that I wasn't going to be able to build it, so I put it all back, <laughs> stuffed it in the box, and took it back. <laughs> Jim, Jim is on the phone. Jim, you got something that you, you know you should have taken back. Maybe you're just a little bit too lazy to do so. I have an exercise bike that was like $99. I never even set it up. It's sitting in a box because I realized that I have nowhere to put it. If I set it up, it will become another thing. I have to constantly move around and climb over, but I don't want to return it. I mean, it seems like a hassle, and I might sell it to a friend. I don't know. I'm not sure. Okay, can I can I level with Jim and AJ right now? Okay, I, I know I'm coming in as the lazy one here. <laughs> I fully get the last part of your comments, Jim, about not wanting to return it. The whole idea of buying it and being like, I don't have room for this. <laughs> kind of on you, man. <laughs> Any advice for Jim, AJ? Yeah, use the bike, man. There's a reason you bought it. We're going to be straight up with each other right now. Use the bike. 
I'm just too lazy to use it. That's the problem. I'm too lazy to build it. That's the problem. You bought it for a reason, buddy. Ajay, you're being a little bit judgy right now, if I'm being honest. No, actually, if I'm being honest, honest. Well, Jim Jim needs to check himself before he wrecks himself. (laughs) If I'm being honest, honest, you asked, what are you going to donate to the DI? I think that would be actually Ashley's biggest pet peeve with me. The too many clothes that I just won't choose to give up. I've been luckily, in the drawer for five years. Yeah, right? I found out yesterday, actually, ironically enough, that AJ has a pet peeve of mine because he swears he uses 17 seconds to heat things up in the microwave. You act like you don't believe me. I I don't. Well, I'm, I'm hoping. Actually, it's more hopeful. I'm hoping you don't because then you're a crazy person. Because I cook my muffin for 17, 17 seconds. 17 seconds. You do it in intervals of 15s. Actually, 16 because I stop it at 1. <sighs> Ains with AJ on VFX. AJ is NC. Now you've stumbled into the other one. One of my biggest pet peeves with Ashley is the fact that she will put just random times onto the microwave and then she'll just take it out and leave like 38 seconds on the microwave. Clear the clock. Yeah, I do agree. I do agree. Or just put it in for an amount of time you know that you are using. Did I ever tell you the one time I pulled a prank on uh, Stephanie? I, I put 150 on the copy machine. And she went and printed it, a whole 150 of something. What? You monster. Yeah. I'm so proud of myself. <laughs> I pulled that off. What? I've been playing that prank for three years, and I finally got somebody. Anyway, sorry. Go ahead. All right. So if you ever have 150 copies that print out at your workplace, it was probably AJ. You're welcome. <laughs> so so in fairness, we also found out, I think Ashley's biggest pet peeve with me is the fact that for five years, I've been like, yeah, I know. I've got clothes. I need to donate to the DI. I'm going to do it. And then, you know, eventually they'll get in that garbage bag and we'll see how that goes. <laughs> <laughs> what what about you? Partner pet peeve, something they do that just just bugs. It's not a big deal, right? It just annoys you. Okay. My cubicle here at work. Okay. Two cubicles down to my right. Mm-hmm. Producer Butter just hanging out doing his thing. Right. And usually someone will always come and bug him about something. He's a popular guy. And instead of just having a normal, you know, like you and I loud conversation. They just start whispering to each other. That crap just annoys me. Makes you think they're talking about you, doesn't it? No, I don't know what they're talking about because I can't hear it. It just annoys them. I just talk like normal people. Have a conversation. And it's not, I mean, producer Butter's just, you know, doing his job. But then someone will come in and just start talking to him. And then they'll just start whispering. And I'm like, that's it. I'm throwing on the headphones. (laughs) And then they'll be like, rounding it out. AJ, can you hear me? It's true. There's definitely times I walk back Yo. there and I'm just like, Aj, are you here? <laughs> and if you know, I have headphones on. It's because they're whispering and I just can't stand it. That's fair, man. That's fair. I mean, I'm glad that you at least have the self-respect not to necessarily jump to the conclusion that they're talking about you because I think they're talking about you. They probably are. They pro- I don't know. But I just like, when I hear people whispering, I'm like, just have a normal conversation. You're right there. So, speaking of pet peeves, AJ convinced me that I need to try and get to the theater this weekend for the first time since the yes. pandemic happened. However, I think, I, oof, I think I'm going to test the merits of your love for being in the movie theater in that atmosphere. Because one, there's a very fundamental part of movies that I hate. And two, you will not believe what my girlfriend asked is, would it be okay if she can bring to the movie theater this weekend? I Look... I know the pandemic changed a lot of things. No, it's a it's a a clothes. Well, it's not a clothing, an accessory to prevent to uh, provide warmth. (laughs) What is going on here? I will explain. I don't think anybody's going to sign off on this. 
Sometimes it could just never be straightforward. Ashley and I, my girlfriend, have not been to a movie theater since the pandemic happened. We got to, we were out, right? They were closed forever. Ames with AJ on VFX. AJ in for the Goals Gym debate at eight. Then, you know, they reopened and we just got lame and got way behind on movies. So then AJ yesterday is like, man, you got to go. You got to see the Batman. And we're like, yeah, let's do it. So I get home. I pitch the idea. She loves it because we haven't gone out and done that. And then she goes, hey, you know, it's normally pretty cold in movie theaters. And with it being, you know, warmer out, it's not a good balance. You think it'd be okay if I bring a blanket, a blanket to a movie theater? <laughs> what? You're like, that's it. Movie's canceled. We're staying here. Kind of, yeah. Turn me on the office. <laughs> I mean, ser- okay, look. Look, I understand. My my girlfriend is a woman, and like most like, women, uh, oh. no, okay, no, follow me, follow me on this. Like most women, is cold a lot of the time. They have trouble regulating their body temperature. I don't know what the deal is. I get it. You do not get to bring bring a blanket to a movie theater. Like if you just want to sit home under a blanket and watch a movie, you got to wait till it comes out on. When on demand. you see someone, I've never seen anybody do it, but if you were to see a couple bringing a movie blanket to a theater, your first thought is what? Well, I mean, two. One, there's some canoodling going on, yeah, in which case yeah. I don't want to be a theater when Playing that's a happening. Slap and tickle. Yeah, and two, I think they're stealing stuff. Or they snuck in like it was the laziest way to sneak in snacks ever. Like they just wadded under their arm, and then in the centerpiece, you got like Skittles and Snickers and stuff. I have in no there. problem with that. Good for them, though. Look, I'm with you. I mean, we're I've honest. We're all honest people, except when we go to the movie theaters. I'm not paying ten bucks for pretzel I'm bites. I'm not bringing a blanket to the movie theater. I know. Wear wear your snow pants and well, snow clothes if you have. The to. other thing that gets me is, and I, I don't know about you, my girlfriend has this ability. Like she sleeps like that. Like, she lays down, puts a blanket over, out like a light. I'm like, okay, I'm not paying 10 bucks also for this go to this movie if you're going to fall asleep. Because mm. that's the case, you can stay home. Mm. But a blanket? Really? Yeah, I'm, no. Unacceptable. I, I couldn't believe she asked me that. Like, wait, what is your plan here? Nap time? Because it's dark? Like, go get some blackout curtains. And it's not even that cold. I I don't know, man. I'm glad you're on the same page with me because I was I was blown away. I I, I kind of was with you and like I think we should just cancel the movie. Wait, sorry. Rewind. Did you go to the movie then already? No, no, no. She was asking about it for oh, this weekend because it's supposed to be, warm back up. Going to be really angry with you. I know, right? I was going to be angry with me too if I let that happen. I think I should just cancel the movie. <laughs> Six eight two five five. The number to text. Start your text with VFX. Is it cool to bring a blanket to a movie theater? I think the answer is no. That Absolutely being, not. That being said, I think I'm going to lose you here real quick because actually, speaking of movie theaters, one of her problems with going to the movies with me is that she loves to have snacks. She's got a sweet tooth, but you go to the movie theater, you got to get popcorn, to which I say, absolutely not. It's disgusting. I got bad news for everybody. This whole notion that popcorn is great and movie theater popcorn is the best version of it is absolutely untrue. Okay, well, how about you do this? How about you actually eat the movie popcorn instead of just looking at it and thinking that it's gross? No, I've I've tried it. No, I've you haven't. It. It's garbage. You I haven't have. tried it with passion. <laughs> so that's probably with true, love. actually. That that's definitely true. AMs with AJ on VFX. AJ's in for the Gold's Gym debate at eight. It's just not like everybody tries to convince me. It's not. It's like cardboard that's been drowned in butter to make it work. Wow, it sounds like every other food that we eat. When cardboard we go out. drowned in butter. Yeah. <laughs> no, movie theater popcorn is not good. It, it's yeah, it is. It's great. You put some salt on it. Oh my gosh, mouth is salivating right now. 
I, I wish you had better taste. Like, I thought my friends were good people, but I mean, I'm. I mm. wish you would try it instead of just not I trying it. I have tried it. I don't feel like you have. I have. It's I, overrated. I feel like what you did is you spilled your popcorn on the floor, then you ate it, and it tasted gross. And you're like, oh, this is the worst. I hate movie popcorn. Okay. Okay. Let me ask you this there's not something in the world that you despise that everybody else tells you is great? Yes, there is. What? Okay. Twilight, Lord of the Rings, Harry Potter. Star Wars. What is your problem? Whoa. Okay. Now I have a problem. Yes. Oh, really? There's not a single oh, thing. Listen in, to you. No, there's not a single thing in the Star Wars or Lord of the Rings. You can, yeah, Twilight. Yeah, we'll get that out of here. That's fine. And this Twilight or, the, or excuse me, the Star Wars or Lord of the Rings universe that you find good at all. Oh, by the way, so one time I was chilling with the USU women's team, and I thought we were watching Twilight. I guess it was Hunger Games. I had no idea. <laughs> So you haven't seen any of them? No. Oh, come no. on. Well, I guess I saw Hunger Games accidentally without even really watching because I thought it was Twilight. I was like, where's the freaking wolf? Come out already. <laughs> that's, a, that's funny. I don't remember the battle to the death in the first one. <laughs> that's like, minimum, I was like the fourth I'm like, book. Twilight movies are a lot more violent than I thought yeah, it was. Oh, when did that happen? <laughs> oh, my gosh. I, I can't tell you. Like, you know, okay, you know who you remind me of? Oh boy, my dad. Oh, here we go. No, listen here to this. Here we go. Listen to this and tell me, tell me this doesn't sound like you. So every time a new Marvel movie comes out, my dad, my dad asks me, right? He goes, "Oh, is that a Marvel movie?" And I go, "Yeah." And he goes, "What's it about?" And I go, <laughs> da, 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 da. I give him a basic synopsis. I'm a little bit behind, but I give him a basic synopsis. And he goes, ah, "I'm making too many of those." And I go, "Have you seen any of them?" And he goes, "No, but it's oversaturation." I'm like, "You haven't seen it's any of them." It's the exact them. same thing as the last one. No. Okay then. No, you same need to watch. Star Wars. You need same to watch as the last Star one. Wars and Lord of the Rings. 2020 is the same as 1981. Oh my gosh, movies. Or 79 or whatever it was. Movies just got raked through the coals today. Not a good time for yeah. movie experience. Or anything you? Yeah. Not you a good time need. for Hollywood. Mm. Mm -mm. Okay, so that terrifies me. That's definitely not something as a child I would have thought was possible. Like some people would not participate in Star Wars or Lord of the Rings. Like if you didn't like it, that's one thing. But at least watch it. But the funny thing is, growing up, there's definitely things as a kid you're like, oh my gosh, this is going to be a prevalent problem when I'm an adult. You know, like quicksand. But I've never seen it before. But it actually works in reverse, and that doesn't get talked about a lot. There's a lot of things you fear as an adult you didn't care about at all as a child. Interesting. Spontaneously combusting, the Bermuda Triangle, quicksand, all issues we thought as children we were going to face a lot as adults. And you know what? Haven't had to deal with them once. Lucky me, right? Quicksand? Yeah. It's always in cartoons and stuff. I was always terrified you're going to drown in quicksand. What cartoons were you watching? Look, let's not talk about that. AMs with AJ on VFX. AJ's in this morning. And the thing is, is that what doesn't get talked about is the other way. There are things we fear as adults that we wouldn't give a no never mind as a kid. Mm -hmm. For instance, uh, calling in sick, a sick day, or like if you got checked out to go to a doctor's appointment from school, you know, everybody had the same trip, right? You got to stop and get McDonald's or something on the way back as a reward for doing so. Those were the greatest days ever. You got to miss school. As an adult, you got to call in sick. Even if you're hacking up along, you're still like, I'm terrified to do this because everybody's going to be like, that son of a, he is, he is such a Now we're short-handed. Yeah, you're terrified of doing it. Yeah. How about sleeping through the night? 
heck, through college, at almost any given point if I wanted to, I could go for hours on end. I could stay up all night and make it through the day and be fine, crash whenever I wanted to, sleep in any position. Now, if I nap for just slight, slightly too long, I can't sleep at night. On top of that, I have legitimately, I think, thrown out a shoulder sleeping incorrectly. Mm-hmm. That was not something you'd think about as a kid. Interesting. For me, so it's more like I'll recognize stuff being left around, and I'll be like, oh, I need to pick that up. Oh, I need to, like, when I was a kid, I was like, oh, look, my toys are on the ground. Hmm, I'll have to play with those later. <laughs> now when I see stuff laying on my, oh, wait, I got to grab that. I got to put it, I got to put it away right now. Now it's just like if I see stuff lay on the ground, I got to pick it up and clean it. If I see a small mess, I got to clean it. Back hmm. then, I never cared. Well, well, that's fair. I mean, I'd like oh, to say the same thing, but I'm kind of a slob. Another one. I used to be afraid of heights, or no, I used to never be afraid of heights when I was a kid, and now I'm terrified of them. You know, not it's not heights for me anymore. It's smaller spaces. The older I get, the more, like, I wouldn't define myself as claustrophobic, but the older I get, the more uncomfortable I get in tighter spaces. Interesting. Yeah, the higher I get, no, the more uncomfortable I get. When I was a kid, I could go wherever, do whatever, and I felt fine. Yeah, I've, when I was in high school, I climbed a tree in the front yard just 40 feet up in Didn't the air. Didn't even think about yeah, it. Didn't even think about it. I thought it was cool that I could make it to the top of the tree. Yeah. Ugh. Now you're like, you get two branches up and you're like, this thing's going to break. I'm going <laughs> to die. A little bit. But but I didn't find out what, I didn't find out how, so I didn't know if it was falling from a tree or not. So I wasn't <laughs> sure. I wasn't sure. <laughs> uh, you know, it's ironic that Ajay has apparently just poo-pooed on every popular movie franchise over the last like 30 it's years. It's not popular. Baloney, it's not. But it's ironic it's not because Ajay told me, I wouldn't call it a pneumatic device, but apparently he has a way of trying to memorize people's faces. Yeah. And ironically, yeah. it has to do with movies. Yeah. Which think of how many more references you have if you actually saw popular movies. <laughs> Look, if you found out that you were compared to like Leonardo DiCaprio and that's how Ajay remembered you, that would make me feel a whole lot better than being like uh, Pepperoni Tony Tony. You know? I, I told somebody that one time and they were offended. You thought of them as Leonardo DiCaprio? Yeah, I looked, I looked like him. What? Yeah. AMs with AJ on VFX, AJ's in. And I wouldn't call it necessarily a pneumatic device, but I found out yesterday, AJ, I guess, has a unique way of remembering people. Is that what it is? Yeah. So, well, I mean, it's not really remembering. It's just when I see him, I'm like, oh, you look like so-and-so. Like, there is a wonderful, wonderful gal that I know that looks and sounds like Anne Hathaway. Interesting. She, I mean, she has blonder hair. Okay. And her friend looks like the sister of Ferris Bueller. And she wasn't thrilled when I told her that. I mean, but she would that that was the same actress that was but her in Dirty Dancing. face looks just like it. That was the same actress that was in Dirty Dancing. Yeah, what's the what's the big deal? Yeah. That's a compliment, I think. Um, it's somebody famous. Um my co-host on my sports show looks like Ryan Howard the Temp. He even sounds like him too. I could see that a little bit. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I absolutely. See that a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so then when you when you see them, right, you make these comparisons in your mind, right? So and so looks like this famous person. When you see them, do you do you is that how you remember them? Like, oh hey, Ryan Howard, Eric. <laughs> it's like that how you remember no, him? No. No. I just see him, but I but I tell him, I'm like, hey, look, by the way, I think you look like so and so. So when I told the one girl she looks like Anne Hathaway, she's like, No, I don't. I'm like, Yeah, you do. Like, let's Google it right now. And we Googled it and I explained to her her face complexion. And how it was similar to Anne Hathaway's. She wasn't buying it, but every time I see Anne Hathaway, I see that girl. 
So it does work. So you, the associate in your brain, you at least can picture them. Okay, maybe yeah, not I see what you're the, saying now. Yes. Remember their name. No, no, yeah. no I, I got you. No, I'm just I'm following because like, I think it's interesting. Like Craig Hislop looks like Robin Williams, an older version of him. That guy looks like Clint Eastwood. Um, oh, that's bad news for him because Clint Eastwood's the one celebrity you really want to punch in the face. Oh, crap. Yeah, don't tell him I don't that, think man. you should make that association. Yeah, you might just see not. red one day. <laughs> hey, Clint! Huh? <gasps> <laughs> It'll be tough to explain why you uppercutted a very elderly so, engineer into the ceiling. Dude, when I worked at Salt Lake Radio, there was a, I used to identify those guys by celebrities. Like one guy looked like Tim Curry. One guy looked like uh, the guy who played uh, off a coach, the, uh, the assistant coach, whatever. One guy looked like Darren Williams. Um, one guy looked like uh, Zach, uh, whatever his name is, from Scrubs. It Zach Graff. Yes. Yeah. One of my favorite shows. So then do you actually remember their names? You just remember the celebrity that you're associated with? No, I remember their names. Oh, man. Yeah, okay, maybe it is a pneumatic device. Okay, so then who do I look like? I got to ask that. I knew you were going to ask me, and I, I, I don't have one for you. You can't place me. Huh? My producer, Butters, looks like Clark off The Office, the intern, and he sounds like him, too. <laughs> okay, I can see that a His little bit. His face looks exactly I, I like Clark off. That. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Okay. But you don't have one for me. I'm kind of offended. I got to be honest. That I'll have me. to think about it. Yeah. I mean, do I, do you want to be Dexter's Laboratory? Because that's where we're going right now. I look like Will Smith. What? <laughs> okay. All right. So uh, yeah, the mirror, the mirror adds beauty. I got you. All right. Cool. <laughs> I thought this was legit until that part right there. <laughs> VFX's Facebook roulette. What could we dig up to put on the VFX Facebook page that doesn't make you want to hurl or quit Facebook? Well, luckily for you, I think I found something. AJ Knight, your friends with me on Facebook, could be your post that gets liked and shared on the VFX Facebook page. AJ, how about this? Okay. I land my friend Patrick. It says, the human back is a travesty. Do you have a job where you're on your feet a lot? Your back hurts now. Do you have a job where you sit a lot? Your back hurts now. Do you exist in a physical capacity? Your back hurts now. That is 100% right. Just gives out. Like, it feels like your back yeah. lasts until you No you're matter like, what you do. Yeah, 26, 27, your back's like, all right, I've had enough. You got to carry me now. I need to go to the old, good old chiropractor. It's been a few years. Oh, no joke. You? Ugh. How long has it been? Uh, well, you know, funny thing about that, I've never actually paid for it. My old stepdad, who I still have a relationship with, both his brother and father are chiropractors. Oh, wow. So growing up, all the free adjustments I wanted. Oh man, that's nice. It was it was a sweet perk that no one talks about when your oh, mom gets remarried. Man. But you know, they said it's got divorced, and so you know, it's kind of it's kind of weird now at thirty three to be south like, really quickly. Yeah, <laughs> it's kind of weird when you're like, hey, can I get one of those those uh, adjustments without paying, please, for the price of on the house, if you don't mind. <laughs> If you missed anything on the show, uh, Utah's VFX, that's all our social media. It's the same thing. You search anywhere podcasts are. You'll find it past, present, and future. Uh, also, heads up, Utah's VFX is going to be broadcasting live um, today, 3.30 to 6.30 at the uh, neighborhood nonprofit housing going on. Uh, Jeff's going to be out there broadcasting live. There's going to be eight beautiful new owner-built homes. You can meet the owners, talk to the staff about uh, upcoming opportunities as well. Again, that's happening today, 3.30 to 6.30. VFX is going to be broadcasting live. Other than that, Ajay, any uh, words of wisdom to send the people out on? No. No. So until tomorrow morning <laughs> for AMs with AJ on VFX, don't do anything we wouldn't do, and thanks for listening.